Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hi, I'm Reset producer Jason Mark, and this is Reset. If you work in or own a restaurant or a hotel or a music club, you know how devastating this pandemic has been to your life. Even as some sectors of the economy have started to come back, leisure and hospitality lost tens of thousands of jobs last month after an even worse December. But people are stepping up to help. Coming up, Reset host Sasha Ann Simons talks with a chef who's innovating to keep the food industry alive in Chicago through mutual aid and a deliberate focus on people. But first, let's take a look at the hotel industry. The union that represents hotel workers in Chicago is mobilizing to secure jobs for their workers post-pandemic, and it's turning to city officials and aldermen for help. Karen Kent is the president of Unite Here Local One, representing hotel and other hospitality workers in the Chicago area and Northwest Indiana. Sasha had Kent start things off by giving an overall picture of what things have been like for Unite Here workers over the last year. Many of the hotel workers, the majority tend to be women, immigrants, and people of color, and women who work in Chicago hotels who have given decades of their lives uh, working at these jobs. You know, we've talked to a number of people, and so I sort of think telling, talking about what I heard, you know, really will illustrate that point. There are people like Maria who worked her way up to become a banquet server at one of the downtown hotels. And those are frankly life-consuming jobs. And she spoke about, you know, being able to raise her children, provide for her family, but doing everything that she needed to do to be a dedicated good worker often gave up time with her family or her kids or even you know, missed her brother's funeral, you know, and to hear that she had lost her job, you know, receive a call and say she doesn't have a job anymore was devastating. But there's other stories of that. And give us an idea, Karen, who all does Unite Here Local One represent? We represent hospitality workers um, in and around Chicago and Northwest Indiana. Uh, Hospitality workers, about 16,000, many of who have been laid off, and roughly uh, 7,500 are hotel workers of that group. You talked to us a bit uh, a moment ago about Maria, but but tell us more about what this has really meant for people's livelihoods and, and their families, just being able to put food on the table. You know, there are so many people who can't get food who may not be eligible for different benefits or aren't able to provide food, people who are worried about losing their home or at risk of being evicted. There are people who uh, have lost their health care and are facing terminal illnesses, chronic conditions, people who for rely on medication, even insulin for diabetes, for all kinds of conditions uh, that people have, and they're not able to do that. Or in the case of their families, they were the breadwinners, and now that's gone. And, you know, if you think about the majority of the people that we represent are women and women of color and immigrants in particular in our industry, what is the future? You know, where are they going, right? So not just the 
pandemic right now, like the stress of that and the angst of everything that we're all living through. But think about facing, I don't have a job. Where am I going to, you know, when, when this ends, where am I going? How am I going to get to work? And statistically, they will have a much harder time being rehired. Like women, older women, where are they going to go? They're going to be in this situation even after you know, things start to recover. And yeah. we need a recovery for everybody, frankly. It's got to be holistic. Well, as Karen just explained, Black women and Latinas in leisure and hospitality are losing their jobs disproportionately. Now, a couple of months ago on Latina Equal Pay Day, Reset talked with some women hotel workers represented by Unite Here Local One. Uh, here's Alma describing her experience. Buenos días, mi nombre es Ana González from Sofitel, Chicago, Magnifique Mayo. I'm because my company fired me. They left me out because of the pandemic. I think they were cold as ice to make this decision because I dedicated my life to this hotel for 13 years. I worked very hard and they treated me like trash. I've lost all my benefits, my salary, and I really feel like I'm in shock. When it comes to equity, Karen, how well are Black and Latina employees treated? within the leisure and hospitality business? Look, they're often, you know, in jobs as room attendants, often in jobs that might not have the same opportunities or provided with the same skill sets and are really, you know, going to be the ones who will have the hardest time getting back to work. And I think that we want to make sure, you know, we want to make sure that everybody can go back, that as the guests come back, that the jobs come back and that that includes black and brown women at a time when we're having a discussion about equity. We want to make sure that the recovery includes equitable solutions, right? And that people who will be at a disadvantage are given an advantage, right? Yeah. That we're, there's something for everybody and that people come back to work in either jobs that they were doing, you know, as their position comes back or jobs that they're qualified to do that they can come back to, you know, they lost those jobs through no fault of their own. Yeah. Well, this isn't something that happened beforehand. Well, so. we, we, we know most hotels in downtown Chicago are still suffering. You know, not many people are traveling for fun right now, of course. Not mm -hmm. much business travel going on either. When do you expect the hotels to start filling up again? What's the conversation around that topic you know, behind the scenes um, among union members? I think it just depends. Obviously, everybody really wants to go back to work universally. Look, people have took great pride in their jobs and take great pride in their jobs. And I want to say that it's not just about like your family during the pandemic, like your family as we think of it, like your relatives. These are people that people work together with for 20 years. So we haven't seen them. They going about, you know, trying to survive the pandemic. People die. People, you know, go through all kinds of life events, right? People get sick. People have concerns. And they've been separated from them, too. And people want to come back to the job that they knew, to, you know, be with the people that they've spent their entire lives with. But also, they brought the guests here. People worked hard to make sure that people love Chicago and that they're good representatives of the city and that people want to come back. And those yeah. are the people that people are coming back for. I can hear just how important this is to you, Karen. And my heart, of course, goes out to 
all the workers right now trying to to get by. Uh, Karen Kent is president of Unite Here Local One, which represents hotel and other hospitality workers in Chicago and Northwest Indiana. Karen, we will keep an eye on this as well and, and keep covering the story. Thanks for your time. Thanks. It's the Hotel Worker Right to Return to Work Ordinance, and we invite everybody to support it. We think it'll um, be the best for Chicago. And I don't know, know why anybody wouldn't, but I want to thank you so much. Our pleasure. Now I want to turn to what's happening in another part of the leisure and hospitality industry, restaurants and other food businesses. Joining us now is Chef Jennifer Kim. She's had a number of restaurants in Chicago, including Passerado in Andersonville, which closed down a few months ago during the pandemic. Since then, she has a new effort she calls Alternative Economy. It aims to support people in the industry through mutual aid. Hi, Chef Kim. Welcome to Reset. Hi, how are you, Sasha? Doing very well. Uh, great to meet you. I, I am a new Chicagoan, so I've never had a chance to try Passerado. But my executive producer tells me that it was hands down one of the best meals that he's had in the past few years. Before we get to your recent project, I, I would love to hear more about how the pandemic has affected you in the restaurant. Listening to what Karen was saying and just about you know the, the hotel industry and how it's been decimated, you know, the hospitality industry has been hit extremely hard as well. And, you know, there's been just an unbelievable amount of job loss, um, you know, closures. It's just, you know, it, it feels, I, it's like there's no words to really, like, you know, put into, you know, how it's really personally affected people because a lot of the restaurants that are closing are independently owned they're small, you know, like really it's affecting entire families. Chefs and restaurateurs have had to make really tough calls during this time. You had to think about how to reinvent yourselves, right? You know, do I reinvent mm-hmm. the business as takeout only? Do I change the menu? How many staff can I keep on? So many things. What are the biggest challenges uh, that you faced as a leader in the food industry in the last six months to a year? I think really it just came down to the hardest decisions are the decisions around, you know, safety. It's financial safety for your staff. It's physical safety for your staff, emotional, it's mental, because you have to understand that, like, yes, we as restaurateurs and owners and chefs are, you know, responsible for a business, but we're also responsible for the people that work there. And if that's not the first consideration that we're making when we're making decisions about the business, then I'm sorry, you don't deserve to have a business because you're putting your profits and your business over the welfare of actual human beings. Well, thinking of the people who work there, you know, we talked earlier in the program with a hotel union about how women of color are more vulnerable to losing their job within the hospitality Mm -hmm. industry. Are you seeing the same dynamics at play in the restaurant industry? Yeah, and it's not just like financial, and it's it's also very much social. You know, just like many of the industries who have had their exploitative and racially biased practices challenged um, during the uprising of anti-blackness, um, hospitality workers were also con- you know calling out for accountability. Um, that was coupled with issues around worker safety, especially during the pandemic. And now, you know, workers are trying to find other means of income, uh, either outside of the industry or in an informal economy. You're known, Chef Kim, as an outspoken critic of of toxic restaurant culture. So I wonder if you think the pandemic has the potential to reshape what happens in restaurants behind the scenes. Ultimately, 
you can ask any individual person, chef, restaurateur, and say, hey, like, we all want things to change, right? Like, we don't want to create toxic environments, and we don't want to work in them. But I think when it comes time to make those changes, it requires just an immense amount of not just reformation, but complete disillusion of a lot of the systems and foundations that we had in place that are exploiting workers who are mostly black, brown, and immigrant. Let's talk about your latest venture briefly. That's the alternative economy. What's this all about? What are you trying to accomplish here? Alternative economies, also called informal economies, survival economies, circular community economies. It's really just a non-traditional labor uh, model that's not regulated by city or government. Um, And it's really a market that's fueled by survival and not sustenance. So end of the day, it's not really a sustainable model. But this model has existed for a long time. I mean, black, brown immigrant communities are light years ahead of when it comes to conceptualizing and existing in informal economies. Um, and there's actually a really great research project called Survival Economies, mm-hmm. uh, Black Informality in Chicago, written by Nick Theodore. And that's via the uh, Equity and Transformation Organization that's based in Chicago. Uh, it's really wonderful. It's informative. It's beautifully put together report. Uh, it's also free. Yeah. Um, and it's just a great 30-minute kind of introduction into the broader idea of an informal economy within Chicago. So this isn't anything that's like, you know, like mind-blowing or groundbreaking. It's not, you know, it's not something that was created out of thin air. It's something yeah. that has existed for a very long time, usually in communities of color. Well, thanks for and, sharing that, uh, that resource. Uh, where can folks find more information about this effort? One more time. It's the Equity and Transformation Organization, and the researcher's name is Nick Theodore. That's Chef Jennifer Kim sharing some of her thoughts on the restaurant industry in this very difficult moment and telling us about her latest effort, Alternative Economy. You can check all of that out at alteconomychicago.com. Thanks, Chef. Thank you. And that's today's Reset. For the latest and most accurate information on the pandemic and how it's affecting people like you, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and keep your eyes and ears on 91.5 FM and WBEZ.org. And do the same for complete coverage of the impeachment trial. I'm Jason Mark in for Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening to Reset from WBEZ Chicago. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.